Hello, 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 and welcome to Enough is Enough, Becoming Unapologetically You. I am your host, Coach Lachelle Ramirez, and I am here with my lovely co-host, Coach, how about to call you Coach Ramirez, Coach Latasha Crenshaw. <laughs> good evening, good evening, good evening. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on today. As always, we are here to encourage, inspire, and to love on you as God has loved on us, to give you information, tips, and biblical truth as we share life stories, testimonies, and just biblical facts. And so that's what we're here for. What's up, Lady Crenshaw? Go on, tell people what's up. Hello, everybody. Again, welcome, welcome, welcome again. Thank you all for joining us on tonight for taking out the time to come sit and chat with us and listen to what we have to tell the people on today. Again, you know our model, if there's ever a time that you're on here and we're speaking of something that you disagree with or you just feel that it's not for you, please remove yourself off the live because we do not do negativity on this platform. So we ask yeah. that if tonight is not your night, if you're not feeling it, um, please go ahead and mute your cell phone off or log your cell phone off. No love lost. We do understand that we're not on here for everyone. And Amen. it's okay. <laughs> we still love you. God bless you. And maybe next week when you come in, we'll be talking of something that's worth listening to, to you. But tonight is a special night. Um, before we get started, we're going to go in prayer because I'm excited about the topics. Um, so, Father, we thank you. We thank you for today. We thank you for the activities of our limbs. We thank you for the day that you have given us that that was already ordained and orchestrated by you on today. So, God, we pause now to say, Lord, forgive us for our sins, the ones that we know of, the ones that we don't know of. God, we ask that you come onto this live today and speak through your women's vessels and have us to say the words that are pleasing unto you, that's helpful to those that are listening in. Satan, we rebuke you right now in the name of Jesus, for you have no authority over the men and women and children of God that's listening in on this podcast. We cast down every evil duel that you come to do unto this body, to this podcast. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And so tonight's topic, we are pulling from Mark 10, verses 46 through 52. And so I'll go ahead and I'll tell the story. It's about a blind man named Bartimaeus. And so Jesus is walking through Jer uh, Jericho, which is one of the only times that's um, in the Bible where he's in Jericho. And so the blind man sees him coming through and he's walking through a crowd and, you know, everybody's leeching on Jesus. Everybody want to touch from Jesus. And so the blind man and actually there's two once you go over to Mark and you read a little farther. And so blind Bartimaeus, is, he is by the, the side on the sideline, let's just say it that way. And so. um He's calling out to Jesus because he's heard how much Jesus can, how much Jesus has done and how he's a healer. He's a deliverer and so forth and so on. And so the people began to hear blind Bartimaeus and they tell him to shut up. He ain't trying to hear you. He didn't come here for you. And so the, the louder he got as people told him to be quiet, stop calling out to Jesus. He ain't here for you. You're not a celebrity. Just paraphrasing. You're not important. You know, you're insignificant. And so he calls Jesus even the louder. And so Jesus hears him and he says, today is your day. Today is your day of healing. And he said, your faith has healed you. So tonight's topic is how bad do you want it? That is our topic for tonight. Because a lot of times we will want something, but people will stop us. We, we will allow, let me fix it. We will allow people to stop us 
from reaching what it is that God has for us or doing what it is that's in our heart to do. Because every time everybody ain't going to understand everything that's in your heart to do because everybody's not you. And so I want to just pause right there. My service or my signal is very, is very shaky. I am in Puerto Rico, but I have taken the time out to come and encourage somebody else. And so I thank my husband for allowing me to do, do so <laughs> on our vacation to come and encourage you guys. Because, hey, everybody ain't going to, everybody ain't going to know this is our vacation. But I thank God for the God in him that has allowed me to come and encourage you guys. Amen. Amen. He says, God bless Amen. you all. And so, again, as the story goes on, we see that his perseverance is what got Jesus' attention. I just made a post or I just posted. A lot of times we're asking God for something and we're praying and so forth and so on. But we give up so quickly. We, we stop. Mm -hmm. We, we mm -hmm. stop. And we have to get like uh, Jacob. When he tussled with God all night or the spirit of the Lord, he tussled all night. He said, I ain't letting you go until you bless me. We got to get like that. I'm not letting you go until you bless me. And I can be in service. I don't care where I'm at. I'm like, God, I ain't letting you go until you bless me. You got to do but right. speak a word. You know what I'm saying? I'm not letting you go until you bless me. And so that's how we need to get. How bad do you want this? How bad do you right. want what I have for you? Right. So one of the, so one of the things that I was um, kind of bringing to mind, when we trust God, we detect his presence. We detect his power. We detect his love. When we trust ourselves, we often say God is in the past. Like we detach ourselves from God when we trust in ourselves. But the moral of it is, is when we trust in God so much, that makes God listen to us. It's like he turns from everything, say, okay, she really wants it. Um, I know when I first became saved, and I was trying to give up all the wrong for the right. I had so many people talking about me and was like, why you want to be saved? You used to be this. You used to be that. Do God know who you is? Yes, he know who I am. And had I listened to the people that were surrounding me saying why I shouldn't become saved, why I shouldn't get in church, I would not be the person that I am today. And I wanted this for me because I wanted to be a better me. And I got tired of living the life that I was living. And it was at one time where I thought, okay, well, I am this person. I, I do this. I do that. God not going to use me. He, he don't want no dirty, filthy person. But then God had to let me know you was really who I want. You know, I'm not looking for somebody to be up there on a high pedal school stool. I can use you. So I had to really want this thing. And in order to really want this thing, I had to switch the people that I hang with. I had to switch my, my circle. I had to switch my stumping grounds I used to walk on. So in order for me to be who I am, I had to want this thing. Like I want a new car. I want a new house. I want money. And, and like Coach uh, Ramirez said, so many times we ask God for stuff, but we don't wait on God to do it. We try to do it ourselves. And I taught a lesson on this a while back about faith. We say we got faith of a mustard seed, but when we ask God for something, we say, oh, yeah, God, we believe, we believe, we believe. But then we'll turn around and say, well, I'm going to help God. And we'll put our hands in it trying to help God. Well, you don't believe because God don't need our help. Really, you're saying I'm doubting God because if you believe him, you'll pray and move out the way and let him handle it. So when you really want something from God and you really want it bad enough, you'll sit still long enough. 
I had to learn patience. That was one of my biggest things because I didn't like to wait on stuff. I wanted stuff to happen right when I said it, how I wanted it to be done. It was like boom, 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 boom. But God had to break that out of me because my time is not his time. I had to wait. But how bad are you willing to wait on what God got for you? Because we can put our hands in something and mess the whole thing up and it'll cause God to move his hand. Amen. So it's so true. It's, it really is. It's so true. It's it's not just like you have you're doing something, but you have to make sure you're doing the right thing. Let's just say it that way. Right. That you're doing it in obedience, not you're just doing it just because you're doing something. Because a lot of times we right. can be doing something and be doing nothing. Right. I mean, this be, we're doing a whole bunch of something and really doing not not much of nothing. And so right. That's why I said I like it. I, you always hear. I'm sorry for my mother-in-law in the background. You always hear how bad do you want it, but when you think about it, you just think it's like this horrible cliche. Everybody says it. I mean, you just just about tired of hearing it. But at the end of the day, it's like your action speaks louder than your words. And so if you're just saying it, or you're you're just oh I'm gonna build a, I'm gonna have a business, but you have no works behind your business, and it's pretty much falls flat. So right. do, you, do you really have the business? Do you really want this business or or what is it? Or is your faith really working for you? Like I, I want a new car, but what is what's your faith doing to get you the new car? What are you doing right. to, to do it? Because you can say you want it all day, every day, but if you ain't doing nothing to, to get it or to achieve it, it means nothing. Right. It just really, really That's means what the, the word of God says work without faith without works is dead. So we have to do the work, but do it to a certain extent. I mean, you can't just ask God to crack open the sky and let a, a million dollars fall. That ain't how that works. First of all, you have to do a background of your check. Are you a faithful tithe payer? Are you giving your offering? Are you sowing seeds? It's stuff that goes with this. God just not going to say, okay, I'm going to crack the sky open for Lady Christian and just bless her with a million dollars. What am I doing for God to bless me with what I really want? Right. It's so true. Let me see what he said. Bishop says, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things were passed away. Behold, all things are become new. You know, a lot of times we get saved and we forget that all things are made new and we still stuck in the right. old thing because I've done it for, I did it for a very, very, very long time to where mm -hmm. I would not let myself forgive every forgive my own self for everything that had happened not just that other people would always remind me of where I was and not who I am today and a lot of times people will see you for who you were versus who you are right now and who right. you're becoming and so you have to make sure you don't put yourself back in a bubble to to where you God brought you from yeah I used to do such and right. such it's okay because God brought me from that Right. If he from me, he can take me farther than where I am. It's not because you know me, you know the old me. You don't know the new right. me. You're not really trying to get to know the new me because you're stuck on the old me. And a old lot of times me. people right. will look at the look at your cover and they're not really trying to engage in who you are, who you're becoming. Like I was telling you about when we went to church. They can see my husband and then they'll see me and they automatically have what they feel is a representation of a gold digger. Let's just say it like that. Let's just be real. Because they see a, a black young girl with a uh, Puerto Rican older guy. 
I like older gods. It's just how I am. That's just how God did. That's how he did it. But when we begin in the spirit, your eyes are like, yeah, we're, I, I thank God because I, I understand now why he takes the foolish thing to come find the wise. Because a lot of times we will see things from the human point of view and we don't see it from God's point of view. And so when people see us, they see me and him and they can see us one way. But when God begins to do a thing, they have to see the God in us. So it's not just mm -hmm. us walking as husband and wife. We're walking as Christ. We're, and we're walking together in unity. And we come to shape the kingdom of darkness. And we're come to do the kingdom work. So when people see us moving in God, their uh, perspective changes. It's not something that we, we've done or we're doing. It's what God does. So I, had, I right. sit back and I think, God's like, God, I like how you work. Because the old me, I'd be ready to knock somebody out. <laughs> It's like they keep staring, you know. I'll be ready to go Don't in. Don't do it. Because I told my husband, like, listen, lady, got one more time to kiss you on your cheek. But to God be the glory, I know who, I know the God that I serve. He fights for me. You know what I'm saying? And so when we let God do a thing, he does it perfectly. I know that's off, we're off topic, but he, he does it perfectly. And so we don't have to do all the extra rigmarole. You know what I'm saying? So I think, mm -hmm. I thank God for that. And it's, um, it's just amazing how he works. Just, just put it that way. He he works amazingly. Amen. And to sponge on that little bit, I know we I know we have a topic, but this is good for those that are listening about being a new creature because mm -hmm. being new when God changes you, yeah. you should practice even because I'm gonna tell you, even when you get saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, I, some people tear it for the Holy Ghost. Some people just got the laying of hands. I was one of those ones that tear for the Holy Ghost, and I'm glad I did. I know some people say it don't take all of that, but for me, it did. Um, I can't say what it takes for you because I don't know where you came from, but for me, it took that and some more. So we have yes, to practice uh, to be to be perfect. And I'm not saying we are perfect, but it's just like if you're right. playing basketball. If you're on a team, you're going to practice, 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 practice every day until you begin right, to be right, that star. Right. So when God uh, creates a new creature, you have to practice it being a new creature, practice being um, um, a perfect person. And that way, if you're practicing the way you walk, the way you talk, it wouldn't be so easy for you to go back to the old you. It wouldn't be so easy right, for you right. to say the things again because you're practicing daily. You know, right. that's why you have to check the people in your circle. Like, I don't walk like this. I got saved today. I got filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm not being funny, y'all. Y'all can do one or two things. Y'all can join this boat with me. Or I'm going to have to leave y'all because yep. this is something that I'm practicing in my everyday thing. So when something does come up, then I can pass that with flying colors. But the problem is we're not practicing new creature. We want to we serve the Lord today on a Sunday, but then we want to go back out and do our own thing. That's not practicing. You still have the mind of want to be in the old. No, that ain't practicing at all. That's just, you, you just do whatever you want to do. It's just want to do. You go to church, get out of church. You just do whatever you want to do, but you have to be honest with yourself because that's what I had to do. Because I was like, right, when I was going to church, I was just going to church. I knew I was just going to church because I would go out in my club clothes, go to church in my club clothes. Then take two. Mm -hmm. I did what I felt like I wanted to do. Didn't care what was being said about me. That's just how I went. That's how I rolled until I got up in my mind that 
I don't want to continue to do this. I want something different. I want something new. I had to make that decision. Nobody made that decision for me. I don't care how hard the pastor preach. I don't care how hard they talk about me like a dog. I had to make the decision to change my life that I want better. I had to do that. Right. So that's how you get that. How bad do you want it? I wanted something right. different, not just for me, but for my children. And so in order for that's me to right. get something different, I had to do something different. I had to change a lot right. of things. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of times people don't understand it, but I had to change a lot of things. I had to go outside my the box that was created for me. Mm -hmm. Sorry if my second morning out. No, you're fine. We can hear I you. Had, I had to go out of the box. I had to get outside myself. And um, I don't know who this lady is. I bet he better not inbox you for no dog already. <laughs> Lord, he's a Baby, get on off the box now. Wujuan, whatever your name is, go and get off, honey, because Bishop ain't going to play with you. That's the prophet, girlfriend. You don't want that. But I had to think outside the box and um, allow God to work in me. But a lot of times mm -hmm. we don't want to get the whole work because we want to give God bits and pieces of it. Yeah, we want a microwave dinner instead of yeah. a full course meal. And that's why a lot of people are not being... Um, who they're supposed to be in Christ and not just saying a preacher, not just saying a minister, because everybody's not called a minister. I mean, you can do other stuff in the church. You, you just, uh, Urshan is just in this for and as a preacher. So, I mean, <laughs> but you have to want what God has for you. And in order to want what God has for you. Even as I, I preach and I do other stuff, I still find myself as, I still find myself ushering. Because I'm the server. Me too. I just, I just love it. I love to serve. And so I feel Ursha. If I need I'm to, I get down there with them sheets. I'll come clean the church because I, I, that a title does not matter to me. It's yes. just formation, but it does not matter to me because my thing is I want to stay in God. So how do I stay yes. in God? I find myself doing the stuff that that's pertaining to God. So I could be one of those ones. I ain't cleaning no church. I'm the pastor. But me personally, when I go to the church, and I know I'm kind of off a little bit, but when I go to the church and clean, that's my time with God even more because I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning, and I'm worshiping, and I'm just praising God, and it's just me and God. And it, not saying that I don't do it at home or outside of home, but I find myself doing even more when I'm just cleaning the house of the Lord. And, you know, God will bless just, just to be blessing. And it'd be like, wow. Mm -hmm. And it's not always in materialistic stuff. It's stuff that I've been asking God spiritually. And he's doing it because I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get what it is I want from God. Amen. 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 And again, that's how it's real. Um, are you willing to give up everything in order to get what you want? Are you willing right. to submit to the will of God in order to get what he has for you? That's where the problem comes in. That we're not willing to give up everything that's required to get a thing. Right. Well, it takes you to it takes you to have to say, I submit my my will over to the father's will. Whatever you want. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to do. Whatever you need from me, I, I'm going to give it to you wholeheartedly. Like, wholeheartedly withholding nothing back from you. So right. we have to make that, that choice. We have to be like the um, at, um, Bartimaeus at the gate. I'm going, I'm calling out to Jesus, 
no no matter what no 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 matter what right. he tells me not to no matter the circumstance i'm going to call out to jesus even though you feel like i'm less than you feel like i'm a, a, a nothing or a nobody i'm still going to call out to jesus i'm going to tarry all night until he hears me i'm not going to stop you're not going to shake my faith i don't care what happens i don't care what comes my way mm-hmm. i don't care who stands with me who's against me i want to seek the face of jesus and that's how we should be in this hour and with him calling out like that, that lets me know that he had some type of faith that yes, God going to come see about him. And that's another thing that we have to like just hit hard on our faith. Where is your faith? Do you really believe like you say you believe or are you just saying it because the words say have the faith of a mustard seed? And I have I have told my people like, listen. I know we've been saying have faith as a mustard seed, and I know it's the word of God, but sometimes you got to do stuff out the, out the Bible. You got to have some crazy faith. And yeah. I teach my people to have crazy faith. Don't just yeah. have faith of a mustard seed. Have some crazy faith. Because that moves God. We so stuck on just doing religious stuff. Do something out the box to make God say, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I hear you. Let me go see her about Crenshaw. See what she need over there. She did something a little different. Amen. And he show up. <laughs> he show up every time. Amen. If you're on, please like, tag, and share, and engage in the comments. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Because we are here, again, to encourage, to motivate, and to show the love of God. We do not do readings. We don't do witchcraft. That's not what we're about. We're about sharing the love of Christ as it was shown unto us. So please keep that in mind. Um, so it's not, we're not coming here to be rude or anything like that. That's not what we're about. So if I, I block somebody or I kick somebody off, it's, it's not that I'm doing it um, out of spite or anything, but I'm not going to allow the enemy to come in and just disrupt. So I mold you on and whatever her name was had to go. Amen. Amen. Uh, Bishop says. Uh, to, a- to be able to transition a teachable person and to humble ourselves. This is true. This is true. Let yeah. me fix this because it's all over. Hold on one second. Okay, there we go. I said just covering your whole face up. Yes, we have to be teachable. A lot of times we don't want to be, uh, let's say the old dog don't want to learn new tricks or how that, that saying go. We don't want to learn nothing new. And most definitely we don't want no young person to teach us how to do it. But sometimes they take like the young humble. person to come along. Say what? That's right. I said, and we don't like to be humbled. Yeah. We don't want to, um, nobody tell us nothing. Not a doggone thing. Just be for real with it. Because we get we can get arrogant or uh, boastful and prideful in, in areas, and that's not what God has called us to. We got to be humble, humble enough to hear a young person say something the same way we're supposed to be humble enough to hear an older person tell us something, too, because right. wisdom speaks, but we have to be able to listen to it. And sometimes it don't come right. in the way we want it to come. And so we have a that's problem right. with that. Like, why are you telling me such and such? You used to be dot, dot, dot. Okay, yeah, I used to be. What, what, where were you? Where you was right. at? Where the guy bring you from? You know, I wanted it bad enough to where I, I changed my circles. You know, I changed my circumstances. Right. 
the help of Jesus Christ. He came in and he changed me. And so that's what we have to be. How bad do you want? Are you willing to let some things go? Are you willing to let some old habits die? Right. Because you can't you can't take everything with you because you're gonna get the same results. It's pretty much sanity. If you keep doing the same thing over and you want the different result, it ain't gonna happen. You just like the little hamster on the reel, just keep going. No, you gotta, get around off around. <laughs> you gotta get off of it. And so you won't change, you gotta do change. Yeah. You got to do something different. And that's what I had to, uh, I preached a sermon one time. So I can lead you to the water, but I can't make you drink. I can give you all the information, but it's up to you to take heed to it. The same way he, Jesus is the living water. But if you're not willing to drink of the living water, how are you going to want something new to keep you forever alive and healthy and well? We need water to survive. If you ain't drinking yeah. water, you're just drinking sodas and whatever the case may be. What's going to happen to your system? You're going to get dehydrated. And you're gonna have kidney stones, you're gonna want to shut down, you're gonna what die, mm -hmm. right? So, we can give you all the information, but it's how bad do you want it? You gotta want to change. I can't make you change, it's something that you gotta make up in your own mind to change. Amen. I'm trying not to talk. How so bad do you? You good. Like, how bad do you want it? You is good. <laughs> <laughs> As I do your action, do your action mirror your words? Do you hold yourself accountable to your words? Do you seriously, desperately, and wholeheartedly want to change? Do you want God to really come in? Because a lot of times we cry, Lord, Lord. But do we really, really want the Lord, Lord, you know, the Lord our God to come in and reconstruct some, some stuff? people? They don't feel good. Some people really can't because. They got to first identify that they have a problem. That mm -hmm. is, that's the main thing. You know, they say this, they say that, but do you really think that you're like this, or do you really think like you're something else? And some people would be like, "I'm not that person. That's not me." After people done told you constantly, you got a proper spirit. You got this. You got that. You need to ask God to move that so He can do this for you. And they'd be like, "No, that's not me. You just misunderstanding me." Well, you're in denial, honey. And in order to get a change and get where God needs you to be, you got to first identify your problem, what's going on mm -hmm. with you. That's why yeah, a lot of people are still stuck. Even when you have a problem, you got to admit you got to change the problem. That goes back right. to saying, I can give you the medication to help you, but if you don't take it, what good is it? Right. What, what good is it going to so They don't do want it that bad. You don't really want it. They really, they really don't here. want it. And so I, I think and a, a lot, lot of times, people, go ahead. I was gonna say, a lot of times people ask for stuff because they see somebody else with something and they want it, mm -hmm. but they don't want it as bad as that person that got it. You know, I and I'm gonna use us for example. I could say, I see Lady Rochelle with a, a prophetic anointing on her and I want it, but mm -hmm. am I spending time in my Bible? To get it? Am I spending time on my knees? Am I spending my time fasting and praying to get it? No, I just I like what I see on you, so now I want it, but I'm not but doing nothing with it. We weren't trying. Listen, don't ask for don't ask for somebody else anointing because you already been anointed to do whatever God has for you to do. Yeah. What it is on your life because you asking for somebody else's, you don't know what that person. You don't person know what it took. You don't know what they had to take. 
and it's it's been some treacherous things over here. <laughs> I, 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 Amen. To make it scrape, you shake it up, make it look a little silly. You can be looking, girl, you did that. Yes, that was me, honey. I was, I was out there for gone. You hear what I'm talking about? The lady don't, don't. Early, little jazzy bit. I was a jazzy. I was, I know who she is. I, I rolled with her. I'm just mm -hmm. saying, you want, you want we don't got every day. Boop, boop. What are we doing today, girl? Be careful what she <laughs> asked for. I was a little ma manipulator. Okay, mm. I was revengeful. I'm gonna get you back. That's, that's how I was. That's how my mindset was. But I thank God for coming right. in and arranging that thing and taking that old stuff out and moving it into where I am who I am today. I had to deal with rejection. Some people Amen. want to do that. You want to go back over there to yonder and deal with that stuff. You want to stay back there. You don't want to deal with it. Until you deal with it, you're right. going to be staying stuck. You're going to move, but you like ain't going to be into the fullness of what God has called you to. So you got to understand right. that in order to get what God has for you, you have to let some things go. You have to let some people go. And you have to rearrange your mindset. Not just your mindset, but the way you do stuff. You gotta, you gotta, you just gotta, you gotta change it out. And it's not gonna always feel comfortable. Because no. sometimes in life, and, and I can speak from experience, because there were times in my life I didn't want to let certain people out of my life because when I came over to the Lord's side. I wanted them to come with me. The Lord is doing this for me. The Lord is doing that for me. I want you to share the same thing that I'm experiencing. But they just didn't want to go. And it hurts because I'm like, I don't want to let my friend go. This is my friend. We went to the club together. We hung out together. We was tag teaming together. And you don't want to let people go. But you have to in order to be elevated and go in the place yes. and the things that God wants you to be. So sometimes you got to get out your feelings like the man of God preached this weekend. Get out your feelings. Because your feelings will cause you not to be where you need to be and move forward. Amen. Am I there? Or did I get lost? No, it's your turn to you it. Okay. <laughs> it was frozen. That's why I was asking. Oh. My services. Anyway, there's a quote um, by Satya uh, Nadia. I'm probably saying her name wrong, but there's a quote. It says, our, our own ability to have an idea and to go after the ideal and make it happen, that's what's at the end of the day define who we are. We can have the idea, but we also have to remember that we have the ability to obtain what God has for us in this life. Like we all have the ability to be entrepreneurs, but you have to dig within yourself and pull out what's inside of you in order to mm -hmm. go for and do a thing, not trying to be like somebody else. Yes, you can take some idea and perfect it and make it your own. But at the end of the day, you have to understand what's on the inside of you that God has given you for yourself that nobody else can do. So that's what I had to figure out. I'm like, God, I know there's more to me. So what is it? You know, yeah, we got it made in the shape, but what is it that's on the inside of me that I can use for the kingdom of God? I had to come to that mm -hmm. realization. I had to ask that question because if I didn't ever ask the question, I would have never found out. And so he's like, yeah, you asked a great question. Let's let's have a talk, Michelle. Let's let's go further. Mm -hmm. and so and so here I am. I sit before you. You know what I mean? And here I am because I, I didn't know what what it was. But I'm like, God, I know there's something. 
because I, I, I feel I know there's something because I always hear people saying you're, you're blessed in the marketplace. I'm like, God, what is this marketplace? What, what are you talking about? And lo and behold, here I am in the marketplace, you know, on social media, talking to you guys. That wasn't that's not something that I plan to do. But by the grace of God, he has graced me to be a, a beacon for somebody else, to be a mentor, to be a coach. You know, do any everybody have to understand the call of God that's on my life? No, they don't. Because it's not for everybody. Everything God gives us is not for everybody. It's for a certain few people. Amen. Which we have to learn. Because we want everybody to embrace us, right? Everybody's not going to embrace you. Everybody's not going to accept you. But you have to know that you want this thing bad enough to go on anyway. And it sucks. It feels horrible when you want the, the people who've been rocking and rolling with you don't accept the thing that God is doing in you, that you have to leave them by the wayside. They say you, you got to, because if not, then you won't you won't never move. We'll be still stuck. Right, Lady Crenshaw? We be we, we be still stuck over here Amen. talking about where, where, where my own mama at. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It's it's time out waiting and sitting on your blessed assurance, not doing nothing what God has given us to do, there's a lot to be done in the earth. He said, when the night, when when, when stuff started happening all around us, then we're like, God, 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 why you ain't working? You could have been working. You could have been doing something. You could have been ministering to somebody. Putting your hands to the fire, but what are you doing with it? you sitting on there waiting on God, and he's telling you, how bad do you want it? Because it's up there. It's already out there, but you got to do it to get something. In order to get something, you got to do something. That's right. Period. And he always sends something. And he always sends what you need. And he always sends what you need. Anything does. that you put your hands to, of your mind to, if you want it bad he enough, he will send you what you need. But it's up to us to grab hold on to what it is that he's yes, sending sir. us. You, you can't say, Lord, I want a business. I have the desire to run Amen. a business, a clothing business. And he's giving you all the avenues and the websites and the wholesales to contact, but you don't want to do it. You never get up and get on the wholesales and you never go out yeah. and branch and see what they got. You never go to the model shows oh, to see what is the, the newest, um, the, the, the spring, the summer wear, a tiring to know how to pick. If you never go out and do those things, then how you expect to be a business owner. Yeah. You know, a lot of times you got to network too. I one of my thing was I'm a very private person, and so I'm being like talk to a lot of people when I go out and do stuff. But in order for me to engage with other coaches or people, I have to be available to do that. And so I had to come out of my my comfort zone and go forth and and do that. Like, hey, how you doing? And then I find myself having a whole conversation which I wasn't planning on having. And so God's like, see, when you open your mouth, I feel it. I make opportunities happen. And so our holdup can be ourselves by us not even saying anything. He said, I'm, I'm knocking at the door. You got to open it. You got to let me in. Or uh, you have not because you ask not, right? And so we have to open up our mouths and we have to ask. But not just God save our lives and how he's still rearranged it because none of us all have it together. We don't have it together. We're still right. working this thing out. We ain't going to be like him until he comes. Body of flesh. Right. 
but I want it bad enough to where I'm going to stay on the journey. I ain't going to give up on my title because somebody done got on my nerve. Told you about the member who blocked me because I told him, you don't want to come to church, you don't want to do online service. That's okay with me. Do what you want to do. That's your prerogative. Your prerogative, baby. You don't want to come to church, your prerogative. Be blessed. Godspeed. Because I can't make you do nothing. I ain't got no heaven here to put you in. All I can do is give you what God gave me. And you go forth and do it. That's it. Amen. That's balls in your court. Balls in If you truly want something, you won't stop till you get it. Oh, That's Lord. right. I was just going to say. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. If you really want right. something, you will not stop until you get it. It don't care how what it takes, what it looks like, you would get it. Yes. You you would do what it takes. At any means necessary. Whether it's one person rooting. I was. Yes. You muted or something happened. You're out. Amen. I'm back now. (laughs) It's Puerto Rico for you, honey. <laughs> this is how bad I wanted. I came on on my vacation to do the will of the Father. That's how bad I want to do the on my vacation. Amen. Amen. But if you want something bad enough, you want to get it. This internet had been acting up, and I was trying to upload some information all the way up until 2 a.m. And I could not get it to work. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to pull my hair out. And I'm like, my husband's like, let's just go to sleep. We'll try again tomorrow. And I got back up and it still would not work. And so I had to call to the office. Thank God for my sister being at the office. I said, I need you to log in. I'm going to tell you my password. Now, when I tell you my password, I'm going to need you to forget it. <laughs> I need you to forget it. And so I need you to log in. I need you to upload it. I have an assignment, and so that's how bad I want it. And I, I'm not gonna let anything stop me. We, I told the story about the the two pebbles on how you had two pebbles. You had picked the, the white one, the black one. And the guy put the two black ones in, and the girl had to think outside the box in order to do what was best for her family, to where she got her family off, to where they ain't have to pay nothing. And so we have to think outside the box because a lot of times we think it in a bubble to where. We won't achieve what it is that we're trying to do, so we have to think outside of the box. That's why you won't stop if you want it bad enough. You won't. You won't let nothing stop you. Nobody. That's right. I don't care who they are. You won't let no nobody stop you. What is that? No, nobody should um should separate me from the love of Christ, or nobody should will separate us from the love of Christ. I ain't got. I ain't. I don't want nobody separate me from my Jesus. I love the Lord. And ain't nobody going to stop me from getting to what I need from the Lord. The only person that can stop me is myself. That's right. Press towards the mark. You got brain parts all the day. Please like, tag, and share. Engage in the comments. Um, 
throw some hearts up, some cares. I see you got a couple thumbs up there. Give us, you know, some love. Amen. Because God is good. He is faithful. And he does, he, I mean, he just don't do anything by coincidence. I know somebody needs to hear that God loves them on today. And to don't stop people on going, that it starts with you. It starts on the inside to flow out to the outside. Because a lot of times we're looking for something to happen on, on the outside. Let's start on the inside and let it flow to the outside. Amen. Amen. And so you're on, you're going to put some hearts up, like that, share, tell somebody, tell somebody, say, hey, sis, come on over, engage in the comments, because that's what we're here for. Iron shoppers, iron. Amen. Thank you, Miss Oral, self-motivation. Yes, you got to do some self-motivation. I heard a person that she woke up out of bed. She already motivated. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. Something. When I went through a divorce, I wasn't popping out no bed like a piece of toast, just pumped, ready to go. No sorry, Bobby. Clothes was laying all over the place. I was taking pressure pills, but by the grace of God, I persevered. Why? Because every day I got out the bed, I, I looked at the clothes that was in my house. I looked at my children, and I had a new day, a new to, to get it right. And so I said, like, I know I didn't want to stay in the the space that I was in. So it was up to me to change it. To change my mood and so and that's what i did and i have a story to tell a lot of times people don't we don't see it in the moment how bad do you want to get out of the situation you learn enough to to fight tooth and nail to, to get what belongs to you so people i had to um my my ex-husband he would take money and put it in the safe by the point he, one day he forgot and left five thousand dollars down to the side. He didn't remember he didn't take the money for the same vibe because he was controlling everything. I had to take that five thousand dollars, put it to the side, sent it to Florida, and say, "Hey, mom, put this in my bank account." And she was like, "I said, mom, this is my money. I need to put it up for me because I need it for me to share." You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, how bad do I want to get out? Am I willing to risk having that argument? Having that that uh, abuse, you know, that mental abuse to, to just shake me. Am I willing to risk it in order to get out of a situation? Am I willing to risk nine one one coming out to my house to tell me, "Hey, CPS going to take your children. They're going to leave." It happened because I was like, "God, I want out." I know you told me not to come. You told me not to do, but here I am, and only by His grace. They told me, if you don't leave, we're going to take your children. I was like, the devil is alive. And I had to leave. I had to get out of that situation. And again, here I am to, able to share and tell somebody else that God is a way maker. That's what the song says, way maker, a keeper, a promise keeper, even the light in the darkness. Because sometimes you seem like you're in a ditch and you can't see nothing. Just down there by yourself. can't see nothing. But... God is faithful. He is, he is loving. He is just. It's how bad do you want to get out of the situation that you're in? How bad do you want a life change? Because again, it's, it starts with you. Amen. It starts with you. Lady Crenshaw, I'm trying not to talk so much. I'm trying to give you a chance to pop off. You, honey, you good. I'm listening. I'm uh, I'm listening and it keeps going in and out, but the little bit that I am catching. Go ahead on. I'm so sorry, y'all. Please forgive me for my enemies. Like, again, if you truly want something, you won't stop till you get it. 
You have to repeat it to yourself. If you truly want something, you won't. Um, you will stop waiting on it and do what the Bible says: be ye doers, not just hearers. You gotta do something. If you truly um, want something, you won't. Uh, you'll stop talking about it and be about it. Actions speak louder than words. We already said that. My Jordan said some people want it to happen, some wish it to happen, and some make it happen. Which one are you? Are you wishing? You wishing upon that star? Are you the one that's going to make it happen? I'd rather be the person that's going to make it happen versus the one that's sitting by waiting for something to happen. You know, what we just read in the book club that we wait on the light and the strike. It just, and poof, there it is. No, well, it ain't going to be like that all the time. Sometimes God will give you. Uh, he'll see you there right now, but but sometimes you gotta put the work in. Where you where you working it? In one second. Amen. All right. I thank all you guys for coming in as often as you do each day. I see some. Amazing people come in, Miss Ruth, Miss Oral. Um, you guys come in, you share with us, and you stay until the end. You know, pop in and you know, back out. You guys stay until the end, and you share with us. So we do appreciate y'all so so much. We do appreciate y'all. How do you truly know your gifts? So how do you truly know your gifts? Hey, listen, I didn't understand my gifts in the beginning. And matter of fact, I was operating in gifts before I even got saved, but I didn't understand what they were. Because, again, I, I think I told this story once before on here, but I used to dream about stuff and it would come to pass. And I would share it with my grandmother and my husband said, don't you ever tell nobody else that again. And I would always thought I was psychic because I would dream stuff and I would tell my grandmother and it came to pass. So, and my grandma would just sit there and laugh, not knowing that God was dealing with me in dreams and installing prophecy in me in any way. But I didn't understand it because I grew up in a Baptist church. So God will give you signs. And sometimes you think, oh, okay, my mind saying this, but it could be God. So I didn't understand at first, but now I understand what God was installing in me. So he will give you signs on your gifts and what you're operating in. That's why it's good to be under the right leader so they can help myself, you. Um, my... mm -hmm. It goes back to my grandmother. I'm probably past my grandmother. I'm pretty sure it's past her where um, we see things. We're seers. Um, dreams, vision, or just, you know, in the natural per se, how people would say, you, you'll see somebody standing over there and you're like, did I, I just see that? You know, I remember the first time I saw something, I was a little girl and I remember being in the projects and my mom and myself, probably some other little bicycle. And I saw this pig run behind. I was like, did I just see a pig? Like, I'm a kid, you know. I'm like, did I just see a pig? And so that was very, one of the very first things I've been. And we had 
had just moved and we were on the floor and I saw this long shoe and it was like a really black shadow and this long, long shoe just was standing at the top of my head. And I'm like, am I seeing things? Like what the heck is happening? And so I didn't understand that I was a prophet until later in life because I could be talking to somebody and say, you know, I've been dealing with that. And I was like, what? So it took me seeking God. It took um, also teaching to understand that you, you, I'm a prophet. And then sometimes even with that, I'm like, I ain't no way. And I had a woman of God tell me, uh, what's her name? Prophet Micaiah. Because I would tell her some of the things people say, you know, they say you're not a prophet for them. They will show like different things that goes on, like even in the U.S. or uh, around the world, just how famine and different stuff like that. And I would tell some people and then it would be like, girl, you're just mad. You're just angry. But the January 6th thing that happened and they would tell me, you know, you're you're just crazy or whatever. So I would hold on to a lot of stuff. I would just write it down and I would just put it off to the side. And so when Prophet Micaiah um, can tell you that you're, you're not a prophet of God, don't you let anybody belittle you and who God has called you to be because that's who you are. You are a prophet. You are a seer and you you walk in who God has called you to be. And don't you let nobody put limitations on the, the life out of you. Right. Um, because it can be envious, envy, they can be envious of you, they could be jealous of you, and they can just be dog on witch, a dog on witch, just dogmatic and don't care because they know your circuit comes. Mm-hmm. I just told a young lady that today. I was, like, I was talking to her about that. Yes, yes, ma'am. I was talking with a young lady today about that. People, some people see what's really in you, and they, in order for them not to allow you to come forward or don't want you to come forward, they'll do anything in their power to keep you from going forward by telling you something or making you feel belittled or anything to keep you from going forward. But trust and believe, they see who you really are. Amen. And it was this glitch, and I'm sorry. So I don't know how much of the y'all heard, but yeah, it, it's talking to because he, he does speak. It's up to us to listen. Don't take because people say God don't talk like that, and He don't do it that way. The way He do it with them may be different the way He do it with you. We're all different, but it got aligned up with the Word of God. Let's get that out there. It has to line with the Word of God. And he'll speak to us so gently and to where people are like, girl, you crazy. God don't God ain't saying that. And he'd be like, Yes, I am. This is what I'm saying. I want you to get it this way. Like a child like. And so I thank God for the way he works with me because even a child can understand. And that's how I I, I talk to God. I say, God, I want the least of you know, the least of the least to understand where I'm coming from. Because I want to teach like Jesus. I want to do the parables like Jesus. And that's my prayer. Everybody may not feel like that they want to be like John the Baptist. I don't know. But I said, I want to be the preacher that preached like Jesus. I want to tell the parables so even um, the baby can understand. I have a four-year-old. So when God gives me something, even she understands what's being said. 
So that's that's how I um I communicate with the Lord. That's how He works with me. Amen. Are you having served? Is your signal out, Lady Crenshaw? Okay, you did. Amen. So <laughs> I hope that helped, Miss Oral. Yes, time. Uh, time will confirm the gifts, even as worshiping. I love to worship, but it wasn't always at my forefront. You can't hear me. I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? It was going in and out. Can I, I can hear you now. Yeah, it was going in and out. I'm sorry. She said, uh, Times will confirm the gifts. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. As, as you walk and talk with God, He will, I mean, gosh, He will do so much in you as you walk with Him and as you commit to Him. And that goes back to how bad do you want it? As you as you give him what he desires in you to, you know, to do his will and to do it his way, his gifts, the gifts are perfected. Not always a worship. And, you know, in growing up in church, you always hear people praise and shout and, and those little videos hurt my dog on nerves when they say on TikTok just praising them. I'm like, come on, can you just, you know, everybody to see us? Because are you really doing right? God, are you really just doing it for a couple clicks? And so when I see those videos, it really hurts my nerves, you know, because I don't see God in that. Because you're, like, again, you're just doing it for somebody to you it for. Mm -hmm. I love to worship God. That is a gift. We got to understand there's other gifts besides the, the, there's other gifts outside of that and sometimes we don't, we don't see those gifts there's a gift to serve there's a gift of administration I mean there's so many gifts outside of what we always talk about like speaking in tongues prophets outside of the outside of those that we have to tap in as children of God because we look at just those and that's just where we want to be at. Can we get outside of those and just be the servant and love on people? The gift of love, the gift of parents, you know, let's operate in those gifts. Because we, we, we focus on and we missing some more things that's, that's needed. That's a great question. Yeah, I um, awesome me question. personally, it really, really is. Thank you for me personally. I like to worship, and I teach about this too. It's a difference between worship and praise because the worship you have a relationship with the Lord. Praising him, you're praising him to say, Lord, I thank you for what you've done. I thank you. I'm coming in agreement of what you've done in my life. But when you worship him, you're ushering in his presence. You're getting in his presence and you're having a wholehearted relationship with him. So I love mm -hmm. to worship, too. I can praise him all, all day long. But it's something about when you sitting there in your car and you driving and you don't need no da 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 and you just you start singing song and you can sing I need thee and that you just go into worship just by singing I need thee. You don't need no drums, you don't need no piano, none of that. That's when you know that you're a real worshiper at heart. Some people need music to worship. You don't need music. If you're a real worshiper at heart and you come with the spirit of expectation, if you come with an open heart and a will to say, Here I am, God. 
you can sit in the middle of your flow and just begin to say, I need thee, and worship will just fall. And that's just me. Amen. I have the passion for people. Same with me. And you know what? That's the heart of God. You know what I'm saying? But to have a heart for, for people, that's what God wants. That's what's needed in this day to have a heart for the people. And I, I thank God for me being able to have a heart for his people, having a heart for the people that's um in the street that need loving, you know, because that's that's what's needed in the body of Christ to have a heart for the people. That's a good heart to have. That's a good gift to have, to have a heart for yes. the people. And so I thank God for you having a passion for people because that's necessary in the body of Christ. It's, it's I mean, it's a necessary gift. And right now we're we're kind of, you're shaky on that gift for the heart for the people because we don't know how to love people. We don't know how to treat people. We're so uh, self-centered and we're so blunt. I saw the video today where the lady was just saying a whole bunch of stupid stuff. Well, you ugly. You don't got enough money to pay for me to come away. Wait, wait, hold on a second. I thought this is supposed to be about the Lord. Where the heart right. for the people? People, they underneath their hats and stuff. That's not, that's not what we're called to do. You just want to shut somebody right. down and make you sound good. You condescending mm -hmm. witch. If you, if you I, if I thank the Lord, I wouldn't deserve what talk. Give me the microphone. Right. That's not what we're called to do. We're called to love people, and as the Holy Spirit draws us to the people, and He draws them in. That's what we're called to do. But we, we, we so we become so judgmental, and I know people like, well, you're not supposed to judge, and you're not supposed to do this. Yeah, we're supposed to tell people right from wrong, but at the same time, we're supposed to do it in love. Not right. it's a way of doing everything. Indirectness and all this other stupid stuff that we conjured up that came out the pits of hell. But yes, that's a great gift to have. It's a heart for the people. We need it. Sure, Lord knows we do. Lady Chris, are you got something you want to say? I, I was just finna say in order to do what we do in Christ, you that's one gift you have to have, loving on the people. Because you can't be a minister, you can't be a worship leader, you can't be a usher, you, you can't be none of that if you don't have the you gift of heart. loving people. Because that's what it's about, loving on the people. So if you, you don't have the love of people before you have the gift of healing, the gift of deliverance and all that other good stuff, that's what you need to have on the first list, the love of people. Because list. you're not going to be able to draw people you're not going to be able to help people you're not going to help people to come out if you don't have the love for people and That's i hear so many you people ain't got love, you ain't got nothing right and i hear so many people say oh, i do this for the lord but some people just get on my nerve well, well how is that either you gonna love the people and you know accept what they're doing and get past it and help them through it because once upon a time you was on somebody's nerve but they had to love you through you getting on them on their nerves. Yeah, that's true. Cause I got a bunch on a bunch of nerves. <laughs> Me too. Right I think I still get on. People. <laughs> I just I still get on a couple people nerves, but that's all right. As long as you love me, that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. Get on your nerves right now. You might dislike me, but as long as you love me, it's all right. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even intentional. It's just you being who you are. And, you know, you got to be who you are in Christ. And everybody's not going to like who you are, but you got to be who you are. Don't change it up for nobody. Now, I ain't telling you live in sin. That don't get, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you have right. to be who you are. 
you gotta be right because um many times i wasn't being who i was i'm being somebody else trying to please everybody right but now when i came into the um and the boldness and just the authority of loving myself for who i am and for who i'm becoming cow i don't care I, I tell you, I shake, I shake it up, change it up, and people be like, "Who is this girl? What you? Was you the one with the afro? Yep, that was me. Now I'm walking the wavy. That's just, that's just me. I like to change it up from time to time. That's just who I be." Amen. Amen. Again, engage in the comments. Show us some love with the hearts, care bears, thumbs. If you got questions, go ahead and ask them. Miss Oral just asked an amazing question. And so that's, again, if you got another question, go ahead and throw it out there. We are here for it. Amen. And it says, um, how bad do you want it? Because that's where we're at. How bad do you want it? But I think we don't win a couple places. And that's what it's all about. We don't never stay on topic. <laughs> we don't win a couple places, but amen. It says, how bad do you want it? The dream of God, the dreams of God that He's placed in in your um, in your mind to do the uh, the promises that He has given you. How bad do you want it to come through? Because a lot of times we'll forget that He said something, and we'd be off doing some some other stuff all willy nilly. Or um, He's telling us how to do it: go from point A to point B to point C, and you just want to jump from A to C. And He's like, "No, that's not what I'm calling you to do." I need you to go from A, B, C. That's what I'm telling you to do. So how bad do you want to get it? Are you willing to follow the instructions of the Lord? Now, that's a, that's a good question. Are you willing to follow the instructions? And not everybody. <laughs> not everybody. You, you want to follow the instruction? Or are you just uh, the complainer that likes to complain a lot? There's a story that I heard about a man. You know, I like to tell the little fables or whatever and there was a king and they were in the city and the king pulled up put a boulder in the middle of the road to where the people would walk by and he would want them to um uh he would he wanted them to take the initiative to move the boulder out the middle of the road and i pray god that you guys can, you can still hear me and my signal is not going out so if you can't hear me please let me know but anyways there was a, a king and he put a boulder in the middle of the road and everybody would come by and they would walk around it. And then some, some would come and they would have their meeting and they would complain about the boulder in the middle of the road. But nobody tried to move it. They just complained and complained and complained. And so one day, another a guy, this particular guy, he came by. He had went to the grocery store and he had his bags in his hand. And he wanted to, um, he wanted to go um, get through the road. And he noticed that there was a boulder in the road. So he put down his groceries. He put down what he had. He laid his worries down on the side of the road to, in order to move the boulder out of the road. You know, he, he moved this rock. He pushed with all his power and with all his might to move this boulder out the road. And once he got the boulder out the road, he found a bag underneath the rock and inside the bag was tons of coins golden coins and there was a note from the king and the king said i have been waiting for somebody to move the boulder out the middle of the road i was waiting on somebody to take the initiative to do something about this boulder that i placed in the middle of the road versus complaining about the situation so therefore you you move the boulder out the middle of the road so you have received your reward for taking the initiative to do something that somebody else wasn't willing enough to do. 
So how bad do you want it? Are you willing just to go around to figure out a way? Are you willing to lay your burdens down at the master's feet and let him do what, what only he can do? Or are you just one of those people that's complaining about the boulder in the middle of the road versus trying to do something about it? Amen. Uh, Ms. Oral said that means you're going your own way and not listening to the directions of God. Yes, you have to be able to follow directions of the Lord because he'll give us insight. Why would the king just put the boulder out in the middle of the road? Now, the road is perfect. Now, this is a kingdom. And nobody came into their mind. Like, why would the king have this rock in the middle of the road? We got all this money. The, the, you know, the, the kingdom is fabulous. It's well dressed up. We went one walk for nothing. There's no famine in the land, but there's a rock or a boulder in the middle of the road. Nobody got it but that one gentleman who decided, I'm going to move this rock out the middle of the road. Everybody's complaining about it, but they're not willing to do something about it. And so I want to get through the road and I want to go all the way around the road. I'm going to move it so somebody else can get through and get the blessing to walk along the, the you know, the merry-go-lucky way. So I'll put down my worries and I'll lay them at the master's feet. And in him doing it, he got the blessing. And that's how we mess up sometimes. We want to tote our stuff and go around it versus putting them down to pick up the blessing. Amen. 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 Lady Crenshaw, you back? I'm here. I had to step away. That's why my camera's off. Gotcha. 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 Amen. So that's the moral of that story. What are you willing to what are you willing to put down in order to get what God has for you? Because you can't take everything with you. Sometimes you just want to go around and find an easy way versus moving a thing or putting applying pressure. Let's say applying pressure to the situation in order to get it to shit. Are you willing to tarry at the master's feet all night? Are you willing to tarry at the master's feet? all night in order to get the blessing that he has for you. You hear a lot of times, this is the breakthrough. This is the breakthrough season. This is the breakthrough month. But are you willing to do some things in order to receive your breakthrough? Are you willing to let some things go in order to get your breakthrough? Amen. You can't hold on to mess. Expect, you know, expecting some gold nuggets. You don't want that stuff to mix. I know I don't. You have on some Versace and with some crap. No, baby, you got to let that stuff go. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's good go uh, miss oral said why is it our gut feeling is telling us not to do something and we do the opposite and get ourselves into trouble because flesh love what flesh loves and flesh want what flesh wants and so hey I've been there you, like you heard me say I got married to a man I wasn't supposed to get married to and that by the end of it, I said, oh, this is not my husband. But gee willikers, I found that out three years before I got married because the Lord said, that is not your husband. You're going to regret it. But now I got the epiphany. This ain't my husband. Really? You think so? I want to warn you before time. Warn it comes before destruction. Yeah, I wanted what I wanted. I wanted what I thought belong to me and he told this ain't it baby this not it i know it feel good i know the security is there i know you ain't got to want for much or nothing but you're still wanting not in the natural but i was still lacking stuff just being free i was still i was lacking a whole bunch of stuff that i needed i needed some uh mental love i needed some emotional love 
I need some, you know, some, some somebody that's going to be there. My stability was missing. I needed some spiritual stableness, and that what he wasn't it. And so when I began to change over, I began to read my Bible and stuff. And I, again, there the seeker in me popped out because we're in the bed, and I'm starting to see this. It was this older lady. Oh my God! And she had this little stringly hair, and she was laying in the middle of us. I had not experienced it for a while. She was just laying in the middle of us. And God began to show me, girl, there's some stuff attached to this man. But I didn't want to see that because I wanted what I wanted. So a lot of times we get ourselves in trouble because we want what we want. And God being told us in that still small voice and even in our conscience that tells us this is not the way. But we want what we want. And therefore, we have to reap what we sow. Don't nobody want to reap what they sow. And a lot of people right now reaping what they sow are talking about, oh, such and such talking about me. Who are you talking about? Now somebody talking Amen. about Amen. Amen. You're saying that truth be known. Tell somebody talking about you, dog, and you about who, who did you do it to? Hmm? Let's just be this talk, be real for a second. Yeah, because that stuff come back on you. Who, 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 who did you crucify when I told you shut your mouth? Now somebody crucifying you, got you in the frying pan, and you, it's hot. Yes, I'm going to stop talking. Yes, go. Come on, Lady Chris, y'all. You got it tonight. You own it tonight. Come on, Lady Chris, y'all. Don't try to stop talking. You own it tonight. You got it tonight. You own it tonight. Try listen. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's true. If I would have listened to my sister, I wouldn't have gotten on the plane to Africa, especially Ruth Williams. She has a strong germ. Yes, Miss Ruth do. Miss Ruth be on it. Miss Ruth be on it. Miss Ruth will come and she'll tell me something. And we just think she the jury later. Miss Ruth be up. She be on it. Let's just put it like that. I call her. Listen, sometimes. I haven't had that time. I haven't had. I haven't had that moment with her. I, look, so I'm gonna have to tap on in because I hadn't had my experience with her yet. Miss Ruby on it because I, I called her. She said, "Yeah, girl, I see you on TV." And I think later that week, I was actually um, doing my my show, become unapologetically you on Black TV. She said, "I see you, girl." She said, "You know, people just be jealous and da da da, but I see God all over you. You da 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 da, and she just be going." And Miss Ruth, the jury lady. The Lord can use it to batter. You heard what I was about to say, Miss. She just a jury lady to herself, but to the Lord, Ruth is uh -huh. Okay, we gonna we gonna get leave you alone. Please like, tag, and share. Share with somebody else. Engage in comments. You got a question? Go ahead. Put it down there. We will answer to the very best of our ability. We thank you for joining us on tonight. Again, I am sorry for the interruption, the ins and the outs. I am in Puerto Rico. But my husband Harris, has allowed me to come on to motivate, inspire, and encourage you all on tonight. So I really appreciate my husband, the God, fear man that God has given to me because I shall sure look for him. But he found me. He found me. I tell you that. And hello, Miss K. Man, Miss K used to roll back in the day. Hey, girl, how you doing? Welcome on to the Enough is Enough to Come Unapologetically. When, when me and her used to hang out, I was in the club, up in the strip club. Okay, now I'm over here 
on the Lord, working for the Lord. Because you never know what God's going to do. You never, never know what God's going to do. We, we start out one way, God do something totally different. Totally, totally different. So it's how bad do you want God? How bad do you want this relationship with him? How bad do you want him to move in your life? Because he's willing to do more than we can ever imagine. But it's totally up to us to tap in and to let, to let him work and do with him. It's totally up to us. It's totally up to us. Because if he, he, he will not override us. He gives us free will to go and to do as we please. And so I, I really thank God for just being God, for being who he is. Because he is an amazing God. I, I really, really, I really appreciate God for being God. I can't I can't say it enough because he is he is so amazing. He is so amazing. He's a good dad. He is not like any the natural dads, you know, that we have where we want our dads and our dad disappear. We wonder where they're at. Um, or do they really love us or our, our moms? You know, where's my mom? Why my mom wasn't here? And so we're rejected by so many people. God is not like that. God's not like that. He truly loves us for who we are. He loves us for who we're becoming. And he accepts us no matter what. And so I, I thank God for being God. And I thank him for allowing me to see who he is and for, for who he is and just being a God that cares. Let's just say it that way. So I just wanted to encourage somebody that God cares for you. No matter where you're at, he still cares for you. He's still there listening to you. You know, he will supply your every need. It's up to us to, to tap in and to um, to come to have that come, come into Jesus moment and not just for the moment, but for, for a while, for a lifetime, for eternity. Um, I know Lady Crenshaw moving about. Yes, he loves us unconditionally. Amen. Yes, he loves us unconditionally. It's it's a it's an amazing feeling when you get the understanding of how much he loves you, no matter what you've done, no matter your situation, and just be able to take joy in his love. You know, and sometimes I think about it, and my heart just gets so full to where I just want to cry. You know, and so I'm gonna don't let let Crenshaw go ahead and talk. Go ahead, girl. Listen, I have absolutely nothing to say. I mean, you've been in it tonight. You telling me go leave, but you have really been in it tonight. And I appreciate the words. Amen. Sometimes it's good for someone else to just listen. I know we're doing this together, but it's been amazing to just hear from you, woman of God, and hear what you have to say. Because even in the midst of all of that, I'm learning even some things. So I thank God for you. And I thank God for how God has used you even on tonight, because we do need to know that how to go get what we want. But if we really do want it, so we have to just take heed and take the word. And I pray that everyone that's on here tonight, listen and was encouraged by the woman of God and what she had to say, because I promise you, if you sit back and you listen and apply it to your life, you can get so much farther than where you're at now. Amen. 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 It's true. Because I had to, again, I had to, I had to listen. I had to take in a lot of stuff and digest it. And then I had to disregard a whole lot of stuff. And we, we grow up in society. We grow up in our neighborhoods and we take on a lot of stuff and we have those things as our foundation. 
But when we come to a place of realization and we know that those things don't serve us purpose anymore for where we're going in life, and we have to disregard some things, and we have to get ourselves out of the bubble or out of the box and to do something totally different. And so when you want it bad enough, you have to do something different because they said, I w- you would never be this or you would never be that or you're not smart enough. You have to do something different, not to prove the person wrong, but to prove it to yourself that you're worth more than what anybody else has said to you or about you. And even what you said to yourself, that there's more to you, you know, and you don't have to be like anybody else, that you're uniquely your own self. And so you have to make that transition within your heart and within your mind that I am not what they say I am. And even if I am, I'm going to change it right here, right now, because I'm going to live my best life right now. The apostolic midwife, she always say, we all got issue cocoa tissues and puff. So I don't care what, what your status is. I don't care what your title is. We all got issues. Ain't none of us perfect. The Bible says we've all sinned falling short of the glory of God. Every last one of us, I don't care if you preach, teach, prophesy, we all got issues. And there's something that we're struggling with to this day. They're just right. like we're all on this walk. We're all on a journey to get what God has for us and to go and to be where he has called us to and to be what he has called us to be. But it takes time. And so it's up to you. How bad do you want it? Are you going to stay on the narrow or are you going to get on that wide? And you understand where the why I go. So it's up to you to stay on that, that straight and narrow way because that's where Jesus is. And it's not going to be easy, just be for real. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be tough. Some days you're going to want to throw in the towel, but how bad do you want it? How bad do you want to uh, meet Jesus in the air? How, how bad do you want to see the promised land? How bad do you want to walk over into the land that's flowing with milk and honey? It's all up to you. Yes. Get uh, yes, get dis- disconnected from things that that's a hindrance. Most definitely, you got to move away. And sometimes it's going to be people you love the most. Them suckers will hurt you. The devil used what's closest to you to hurt you. And so you have to cut some things off, even if it's just for a season. Amen. I'm telling you right now, they're not going to understand it. Why? Because I've, I've been there. They don't understand it. I told last week how the lady said, a life coach. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's me. That's who I am. You ain't got to accept it. People are not going to accept you for who you are or for who you're becoming. But press on anyway. You you want to change your life? Do something different. Don't let nobody stop you. And don't you stop yourself. You are you are your hold up. If you stop, you're your hold up. Not say, oh, somebody won't let me do. No, no. You're your hold up. How bad do you want? Uh oh, then I freeze up. Am I frozen? Lady Crenshaw. But she just frozen. Amen. Am I frozen? (laughs) Yeah, he was frozen. He was like a little popsicle up there. Oh my god, I'm like, is it me? Is it let us have tonight was how bad do you want it? Let us have a Barnabas moment that even when the people tell you to shut up and sit down, you get even more louder 
for the kingdom Amen. of Christ Jesus. You fight even more the harder for that business that God has placed on the inside of you. So you want to be a motivator, fight even more the harder. And some days you're gonna just feel like I don't, this ain't this ain't benefiting me nothing. I don't feel, I don't feel it coming. I have a whole book club. Let me just put that out there. Have a book club with 28 people. And sometimes only one person say something. I'd be like, and I'd be like, God, do they not see? Where, what is this doing? But I thank God because I know is he's working on me and perfecting me. Because if he didn't give it to me, just to give it to me, just to say, you know what, we ain't gonna do it. That's why I say if even if one person get on. That's something. And so I'm going to keep on and doing what God has put in my heart to do. And so that's what you have to do. Even if nobody accepts you but one person, keep on going and do what God has called you to do. It's going to be like that. In the end, God gets the increase. He gets the increase. And we are just about to close it out again. Please engage. If you have a question, go ahead. This is your moment. This is your opportunity. Give us some hearts. Give us some thumbs up. Give us some cares. However the case may be, I pray that you were encouraged on tonight. That is just about my time because I got to go. So this is your moment for questions. If you have it, shoot us a question. Lady Crenshaw, go ahead and offer some questions. Amen. For that that woman, that boy, that girl that may be on listening tonight that said, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be filled with the Holy Ghost? Well, I come to tell you today that you can be filled with the Holy Ghost. You can know God as your Lord and personal Savior. You don't have to wait to get perfect. You don't have to get cleaned up to be who God has called you to be or wanting you to be. Um, I tell everyone every week, he wants you right where you're at. He didn't wait on us to get cleaned up. He didn't wait on us to get perfect, to get in the church. He got us right in the midst where we were. So lift your hands or wherever you may be. If you're driving, don't take your hands off that steering wheel. Just listen to the words and, and pray to God. Father, we thank you on today. We thank you for life, help, and strength. We thank you for the woman of God coming forth today and sharing some encouraging words with us on today about continuing on being steadfast, moving forward, no matter what it may take. God, we say even now to that woman, that boy, that girl that's on this live today that wants to be saved, that wants to know you, God, we ask that you enter into their hearts now and receive them as your own. Forgive them for their sins, the ones that they know of, the ones that they don't know of. Now, God, even now, minister to their minds, minister to their hearts, the things concerning them that you would have them to do and be by your will and by your power and not by man. We cancel every assignment that the devil come to attack to your people that causes them to be stagnated, that causes them not to move forward, that causes them not to know more about you and do your will. We counsel that now in the mighty name of Jesus. And we say that it is done in the name of Jesus. Because God, we know that through all power, the power that you have is all power. And we know that you can do it exceeding in abundance of the things that we ask of. So God, we're leaning and we're depending on you tonight to do exceeding abundance in our life, God. And we say thank you in advance for the things that you've already done. And the things that you're about to do in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen, amen, amen. Again, I pray that you were encouraged by the words that we spoke on tonight because that is why we're here to encourage the body of Christ. Because again, iron sharpens iron. That's what we're here for. We're not here just to, for a show. We're not getting paid to do this. We're not here to take up offerings or whatever the case may be. We're not here to say, so we'll see. That's not what we're here for. We're just here to just 
encourage somebody as they go along this journey in Christ and to, to share with those that don't even know about Christ. So that's what we're here for. And so the quote I leave you with tonight before we go to our uh, closing is, Dear self, this is what you got to tell yourself. Dear self, I got you. Because a lot of times we want everybody else to get us but our own self. So dear self, I got you. I will never give up on you. Tell yourself that. I'm not going to give up on you. I don't care what we go through. I don't care what's going on. Self, I got you. We're going to get through this and we're going to get through this together. Um, focus on the positive in this journey. Although there may be some negative that comes along the way, take it, learn from it, grow. And move forward and be the very best that you can be because there is greater in store for you. There's greater on the inside of you. Greater is he that's in um, that's within you than he that's within the world. That's what the Bible says. As Jesus reside on the inside of you, greater is he that's on the inside of you. You got this. Go forth and be what God has called you to be. Don't give up. Don't give in. As I always say, find the positivity that lies within the negativity. God bless you. We will see you next week. Deuces. Bye.